When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Today's episode of Betches Brides is presented by Brideside, a better way to shop for bridesmaids' dresses and soon bridal gowns. They have gowns for every budget and body type. They go up to size 28. Uh, free styling services to help brides and bridesmaids design their bridal party look. Everybody's assigned a real stylist who will work with them for months, even years, leading up to her wedding. Brideside delivers peace of mind and happiness during one of the most memorable and stressful moments of your life. So visit Brideside.com where you can sign up for a free stylist or book a showroom appointment if you're in New York, Chicago, or Charlotte. Happy huntings! Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hey guys, welcome to our new podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and quite frankly, I think I'm like the most perfect person to host this because I was proposed to in Paris. Um, I had the big to-do wedding in the Hamptons. I'm divorced <laughs> and I am, I'm now going to have to propose to my girlfriend sooner rather than later. And then we're going to plan another wedding on a budget versus like a wedding that was, there was like budgetless. So I see it from everyone's perspective. Yes. Even the grooms now. Um, anyway, though, joining me today, my amazing guest is the president and creative director of Birch Event Designs, Josh Spiegel. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks um, for having me. Is this your podcast? I'm So I'm taking your podcast virginity right now. You absolutely are. Amazing. I'm very excited. I'm very excited no no i'm really really excited no 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 no. i'm really excited okay, i'll let you have it but the truth is i'm definitely more excited <laughs> okay so <laughs> you are really i mean yes you are event designer you are an event designer to the stars in fact but you are rapidly becoming like the who to know in the wedding industry i mean how did you even get from event designing to like i don't want to say wedding planning i know you don't like that term but you you have done over three thousand weddings josh so how did you get here Oh my gosh! Well, wow. that number is like really uh, over. Well, no, I don't know. It's like that number is a crazy number. Yeah, we've done a lot, a lot of events, weddings specifically. Um, how we got here is like happened since. I don't know. I don't know myself how it happened. I think it's a lot of like social media people just liking our wacky process and not taking ourselves way too seriously yeah. when people are trying to like create this awesome day for themselves and they don't feel like they have to just sit behind a desk and be like oh my God, how much money do you have? And what do you want to spend? And how many roses do you need? And it's more like, okay, let me figure out who you are. Yeah. Let me figure out what you like. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to create you something awesome. So you guys, we're obviously going to talk with Josh. We're going to get a lot of inside scoop on how to plan your best wedding, essentially, whether you get to have Josh or not, (laughs) but really having you is preferable. That'd be fun. Um, We also have uh, a segment called Bride Into My DMs. So we have questions from actual brides or people that are in weddings, planning weddings, what have you. I love that. And then a little game called Bridezilla or Bridechilla. 
Oh, wow. Speaking of I which, love that. Josh, you are married. I am. To your high school sweetheart. Yes. And when was your wedding? How long ago? Oh my gosh, a billion years ago. Um, I think it's 14 years now. <gasps> Muzzle. Thank you. You're welcome. It's good stuff. So I have to ask you, when sure. it came to planning your wedding, uh. <laughs> who was the bigger Zilla, you or your wife? We were both babies, so we're like <laughs> I don't know. We we're bibzillas. I don't know. It's like bibzillas. bibzillas. We both didn't care. We just wanted to get married. Oh. My wedding was like the quintessential Italian funeral. It was <laughs> red and white roses and calories everywhere. You know, it was like the beginning of the two thousands when I thought that was super cool. I didn't know anything about flowers, so I just like I said to my wife, "We both couldn't afford it." I'm just like, "What are we gonna do?" I'm like, "We don't have to have flowers." She goes. Josh, we need flowers. You said we don't have to have flowers. I didn't know what flowers were at the time. At the time, I was like (laughs) literally just a kid doing my thing. And I was just like, we don't need to have flowers. What do we need flowers for? It's money. And my wife's like, we need flowers. I'm like, well, we can't afford it. She's like, figure it out. I'm like, I'll do my own flowers. And she goes, all right. And that's it. I did it. This is dripping in just like irony. How crazy is that? That the man who knows everything about flowers didn't even want flowers at his own wedding. No. So so is that what kind of got you into the floral world? I I think the fact that I had no choice but to figure out how to make money. And that was the first thing I did in like a creative way that just said, you know what? I could do this for myself. I could do this for anybody. I think the way a lot of people feel. And it was just, I don't know. It just happened. So you started floral design, though. I mean, like when you were a kid, you were 19 in your in your. But weren't you doing it for like other people's dinners? Well, that happened afterwards. I got so married. The wedding really was what kicked this whole thing off. Well, the wedding was the first time I ever touched a flower. You, Other than like buying my wife bouquets, you know, but that was it. And I didn't even do that myself. Kissing her fucking feet. Yeah, she did everything. <laughs> it's all her. It's all her. It's always Literally. been all her. Yeah, it's actually unbelievable. Her. Okay, so you do your own wedding. Yes. Would your wedding be like on your event page right Absolutely now? Absolutely <laughs> not. It would not. It would. You would never find it on Pinterest. You would never find it on. You wouldn't find it anywhere. It was so bad. Is there evidence of it anywhere? There is, but no one will, will ever you see show it. Me? No, I will not show it to you. I will not show it to anyone. We don't have a photo album. Oh my we literally God. look like cake toppers. No. It was I'm a dying. disaster. It was something different. Okay, so then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm good at this and I need to make money. So, but how did you parlay it from like the chintzy designs that you did at your <laughs> wedding to like where you are now? I, I think the word is play. I just played. You know, my dad always said it and I followed through with what he said. He just play every day. Some people like it, some people won't. Uh-huh. He's like, big deal and just do whatever you think comes natural to you. And I did. I don't think I was specifically creative. I just think I capitalized on every opportunity and I just, I ran with it. I never said no. Well, Birch events, I mean, you guys are now known. You're high quality events. You're not even just events. You're like the fucking creme de la creme. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I mean, you've you've thrown events at venues like Cipriani. Mm-hmm. You know, just a small place. Just a small place. Just a simple place. One of those really, you know, regulars. The St. Regis. Yeah. I was actually recently at uh, Jackie O's wedding. Oh, wow. That was and crazy. And I, I, I heard that you did that wedding as well. Yeah, just, just yeah, I did. That was, <laughs> that was one the of the, no, that was not one of the, that was the grandest. Oh, event I've ever attended. It was like I was inside a fairy tale storybook. Tell me about that for you. Like, <laughs> tell me what that experience was like. It made me feel poor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I drank. Okay. Smart. Got in a huge fight with my girlfriend, and uh, literally to this day, I'm still begging for her forgiveness <laughs> over that night. So thanks, Josh. You're welcome. For totally ruining my night. My pleasure. It was so spectacularly beautiful. It was like nothing I've ever experienced before you you were able it, it was at the pierre i, I don't remember pierre, where yeah. it was that's it was how drunk i was and the pierre itself is beautiful yeah. but you were you i mean 
you transformed it. Yeah, that was quite the experience. That whole wedding was experience. The whole process was experience. Obviously, doing it with Jackie. Yeah, you know, it was insane. Jackie and Zach both were very involved, and they're a very cute couple. So they, very. it was very easy to sort of like translate their dreams. Yeah, and it was. It ended up being like blowing us away, so we were happy with it. Well, I also know that you did Claudia's as well. I did, yeah. And the thing is, so I'm so I read an article that Claudia said that you were a dream because she really was kind of like a laid back bride, if you will. Like she gave you three words and was like, "Go." Yeah. I'm gonna guess that Jackie was a little bit more hands on. Jackie was definitely more hands on. Jackie likes more of the fairy tales, so like she just wanted Disney to come to life, which was like a fun way for us to like you know, approach a wedding design. Right. Um, Claudia was much more like, here's where I'm getting married. Here's a situation. Just make it beautiful. She did have her say when we made her sample and stuff. And, you know, so did the whole crew. It's a whole family affair, which is what I love about them. Yeah. And it was amazing. I mean, both were amazing. And so was Olivia's, by the way. Who? Oh, you just did Olivia's. Olivia's was a dream also. Where was Olivia's again? It was in the Russian tea room. So sick. Like iconic New York. And like there was nothing about it. And it was New Year's, which was even better. Which is so insane. And they're a fun couple also. Again, Olivia married Zach also. Also. So like it was also an incredible event. And it was only like a few weeks before before Jackie's. <laughs> just a little bit. How was that for you? Psych. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little crazy. It was so good though because there's so much positive energy surrounding it that yeah. it just made us more like, oh my God, Jackie's now. It was one step closer to Jackie's and we're like, oh wow, this needs to be amazing. To the point that we actually challenged ourselves literally 10 days before to de- redesign our chuppah because we were like okay with it but we weren't in love with it. Okay. And that design happened for that big monstrous like dome that, that like pink like cotton candy land d- dead it inspired was inspired by our last meeting with Jackie where she walked in for her sample we just were speaking everything out and her her sweater was a fluffy <gasps> pink sweater and we're just like what if we design your ceremony to look like your sweater and she goes what does that mean I'm like I'm not like cotton candy fluffy <sighs> and she goes all right and that's what happened literally within like 10 days josh a week you're a genius and i need your mind a genius yeah a little uh father of the bride reference there for you keep it it. in theme with the podcast i like it okay so i have to ask you so jackie hands-on claudia a little hands off Mm -hmm. um what's easier for you as an event designer wedding designer oh my gosh um i kind of like somewhere in the middle to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I like when a bride has what to say. I like when any couple has what to say. I like their input because it's much easier to design with a, with a direction than it is to design, you know, sort of freehand because right. my taste may not be your taste. And even though I try very hard to get to know the client very well mm-hmm. and the customer very well in that meeting, I mean, literally we have, what, 45 minutes to get yeah. to know somebody, yeah. an hour to get to know somebody, and you're not even drinking. So it's like everyone's like walls are super up. Why like, don't we start drinking? I would offer it to my clients, but all of them like, but then again, you feel too self-conscious to start drinking. And if I'm the first one to drink, then people might just walk out. So I'm just like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. So what happens is, is that everyone's walls are up. Everyone's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to act in a design meeting. Right. They come dressed to the nines. Well, most of them, excuse me. Most of them come dressed to the nines and they're like, this is how I'm going to act. And like, I got to be like the bride and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, just tell me who you are as a person. Yeah. So that. I could translate that into a wedding for you. Because the last thing I really want is anyone to walk in and say, oh, this is Birch. I want them to walk in and say, oh, this is so Jackie. But Birch yes. made it happen. Does that make sense? Can I ask what your, like, what is your personal aesthetic? Like, so if you could just like a free-for-all, like, just go. My personal aesthetic is slightly on the verge of exaggerated. Okay. But it's understated exaggerated. So, like, I'm very, I guess if you put me, like, to a designer, I'd be, like, more Tom Ford in a way, where it's, like, yes. it's statement and sophisticated, but uh-huh. there is kind of this, like, dramatic... Um, elegance to it. That's my vibe. 
And how do Just you in get? Just case Tom is listening, I want <laughs> lots and lots. He of is. He's a huge fan of the Bachelor's <laughs> Brides podcast. Why not? Um, let me ask you this: When you do meet a bride, okay, mm-hmm. or maybe somebody who's having a big event, and you don't vibe with them off the bat, oh my gosh, the have, worst! Have you ever like? not had a client or, or like or not onboarded somebody because you didn't vibe with them or like what do you do in that scenario so i hate awkward meetings it happens a lot where we start awkward but then like i have to sort of like break the ice say yeah. something really ridiculous about myself or about somebody in the room usually my teammates which sucks for them because like i literally like turn around i'm like hey avi say something funny and like they'll be like what are you doing and i'm like no 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 it's good for everyone <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time it's like you know, if if we end the meeting on an awkward note, 90% of the time we won't end up getting that client. It's yep. just, I tell everybody the same thing. In event design, in planning your wedding, planning anything, if you don't vibe well with the person you're meeting with, right. don't work with them. Because at the end of the day, it's really all about trust. What it says in your contract doesn't really matter because my lush white rose bouquet is different than someone else's lush white rose bouquet. Yes. And it's really how they translate your vision and what they're expecting or what you're expecting from it. So yeah, what's your sucks. what's your favorite? I know awkward's the worst. Trust me. I mean, being in radio and podcasting for years, when it's awkward, it's like sometimes it's funny. <laughs> I I like it a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. My Just secret my secret indulgence is a slight little bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> then hang out with me. Deal. I'll bring it to you all the time. I'm in. What's your favorite aspect of planning a wedding? Oh wow! Or designing. Designing, I yeah, say. yeah. That's a huge question, by the way. Also, the designing planning thing is also a you huge question. We should speak this? about What's that. What's the distinction? Talk about awkward. This is a this fucking is huge a, elephant in the room. This is a good <laughs> thing. No, no. Design versus plan. It's a huge thing, and it's very funny because on our Instagram, a lot of people people call us event planners, and the reality is, is that we're event designers, which is so interestingly different and I'll explain to you the difference an event planner and event coordinator goes ahead and says I'm going to bring on this dream team for your wedding and I'm going to oversee the team so they're going to hire the venue they're going to hire do the invitations uh-huh. they're going to focus in on all the big pieces of the wedding and then sort of micromanage but not to a, a bad level the vendors that are working for them gotcha. so Birch comes in as an event designer and we work a ton with amazing planners mm-hmm. um, you know and what we would do is we'll then take the concept that a planner will come in with and say, hey, my, my bride is super fairy tale, loves Disney. Here's a mood board or not, like depending on the planner. Mm-hmm. And then we'll take that, translate that, design a wedding based off of it and then produce the wedding for them. So it's more like a collaborative effort, which we really love mm-hmm. because the planner sort of acts as a gauge between us and the end user. So you're saying I'm not a planner like IG respect to respect planners. Respect to planners, like, yeah. Well, we get a lot of our business from planners, so it's super important to so all the planners in the world that are listening right now. You love them. Use Birch and Rent Design as your event designer and producer because we will make you look great. <laughs> yes, Cheers. you will. Yes, Cheers. You will. This episode of Betch's Brides is brought to you by Brideside, a better way to shop for bridesmaids' dresses and soon bridal gowns. You guys, they have gowns for every budget and body type. Literally, they go up to a size 28. They're incredible. Also, I got a chance to go to their actual store in New York City, their flagship. Um, first of all, their wall is like totes and scrambled. Like, that's just an aside, but I think it's very important in this day and age. Um, the dresses are gorgeous. They have a massive collection, and every single bridesmaid's dress under $200. What? Yes, you heard. I'm telling you, ugh, my bridesmaids dresses were so ugly and they were like at least 350 and my bridesmaids hated me. So make your bridesmaids love you and go to Brideside. Here's how I like to explain Brideside. It's like the Warby Parker of bridesmaid dresses. It's freaking 
genius and incredible you need it in your life so being a bridesmaid is a pain sometimes but brideside actually makes it so much easier stylists help get maids ready they get their sizes their placed orders in time and they even help you find the best tailor near you like hello it's literally like a personal shopper, but for bridesmaids. And this is my favorite part. They offer a try-at-home service for bridesmaids who don't live near a showroom. So if, you know, your wedding is in, I don't know, New York City, and you're like in Iowa, you don't have to schlep to New York twice for the wedding and to try on the bridesmaids dress. It's like, nope, just do it online. But if you are in New York or Chicago or Charlotte, I'm telling you, check out the showrooms. They're gorge beyond. Uh, also, they have champagne when you walk in that's champagne for those of you who don't know and the stylist becomes your best friend I made mine my best friend I text her three o'clock in the morning and she loves me but really it's super personal super fun and it's really it's a great experience it actually turns something that usually sahaks into something that's actually like fun in a party so brideside thank you for making weddings fun again you guys visit brideside.com where you can sign up for a free stylist or book a showroom appointment if you're in new york chicago or charlotte once again that's brideside.com for all your bridesmaids dress needs but what's your favorite aspect of design is it definitely the flowers no, it's the experience. Really? Yes, the flowers are beautiful, but they're an accent to the overall feeling. I really care about what a guest feels like when they walk into a room. I'm super into it. We're the point that I will actually take away from the flowers a little bit. I will sacrifice flowers for the sake of experience. How selfless. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, today's day and age, like, what do people want already? Everyone wants something they could take a picture of, and everyone wants to feel something when they walk into a space. Nobody yes. cares anymore. Well, that brings me to this point. Okay, so go. you guys are super, super Instagram friendly is how yes. I'm going to put that, right? I love that. Is that intentional? Um, it happened by mistake again. Tell me how. Uh, years ago, we started our our Instagram page. My sister-in-law actually said, oh, you need to be on Instagram. I'm like, well, what's, what's Instagram? And I'm like, how, how long ago? It was when, I don't know, I guess when it started, it was a bunch of years ago. It couldn't be more than five years ago. I guess not, right? Right. It couldn't be that long right. ago. But then recently, we got, we, we, we acquired... A new employee, Sarah, who a lot of people know from Instagram. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. She says we need a story. And then our PR team at the time was also like, you guys need a story. And I'm like, oh, put my face online. Like, who wants to see this? And I was just like, whatever. And my partner would make fun of me day in and day out that I was actually willing to do it. I was like, who cares? No one's watching. We have like, I don't know, 1,100 followers. Like, it doesn't matter. And then over the course of the years, like, I just started getting comfortable with just like embarrassing myself in front of everyone uh -huh. and not caring anymore. And now here we are. Which is like so fun for me because like now everyone gets to see my bald head every day and drink coffee with me. We love it <laughs> so much. Thank you for sharing every last detail. Oh, our pleasure. But Thanks also, I me. feel like you, even in your planning of a wedding or designing of a wedding, you like, for example, the birch bathroom, right? Oh, That's a that. thing. That became a thing. I didn't realize that was a thing. That's like a thing thing. That became like an actual thing thing. So what did you like stumble into it? I like, don't know. I think one day I'll tell you what happened. Okay. I remember it was Angel Ball. Two years ago, okay, uh, Cipriani, you know that little space we were talking about yes. on Wall Street, yes. unbelievable. We were so excited to get this opportunity. We overbought flowers like a crazy person, <laughs> and then like it came to the end, and we had all these flowers. And I'm like, guys, we can't get it out of the building. Like the front is all locked up. No. The back, our truck can't fit. Our truck left already. All our garbage is gone. No, what are we doing with these flowers? <gasps> so I said, let's just throw it in the bathroom. Shut your we face. We literally threw it in the bathroom. We created this insane, dripping, drooling, gross 
thing of purple eye dranger and pink orchids. Ugh. And here's how it really became a thing. There was a model. I don't remember her name. Sorry. Okay. You didn't tag me, so you don't deserve it anyway. <laughs> um, and they, she took a picture on it, and she posted herself at the bathroom, like literally laying on it. And my partner texted me the picture, and she goes, how do we get her to tag us? I'm like, who cares? Look what she's sitting on. This is gold. Oh, I'm like, my let's God. just do this at every party. And she goes, that's so much money. I'm like, we always have extra flowers. Let's throw it in the bathroom. So, Wait, so for every event, whether it's a wedding or now. event, you always have extra flowers. I mean, is that, is that like just a general thing or is that like an intentional thing? That now? goes back to the play. Like, I want to be able to play. So it's okay that I sold you a hundred roses in a, in a centerpiece. But like, if I get there and I feel like it doesn't work for the overall experience that right. I'm trying to create, I need to have room to play. So if we order to the to the rose, then I, I get a little screwed in, the, in it. So, right. and I'll just be upset. Right. And I just want to like enjoy it just as much as you do. So there right. it is. <laughs> and then Birch Bathroom was born. Then Birch Bathroom was born. She's quite lovely. I love her. I do love her We're as well. We're besties. We take pictures all the time together. <laughs> she makes me look really good. Skinny. Skinny. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well... 
Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I have to ask you, what's the biggest budget you've had to work with for a wedding? Oh my gosh. Okay. Biggest budget floral wise for a wedding was probably around six hundred thousand dollars, which may not be that big to like a lot of people. Listening, that's well, but it's a lot, but it is big in like the real world. That's no, that's fucking ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit that makes you feel poor and get drunk. Uh, I don't know about that. I know there are people who get so much more. I'm like, guys, where's all my millionaires at? Come on, <laughs> yeah, come, please. <laughs> who wants like I don't know? Who wants a world made out of flowers? I'm I down. do. I do too. I, do. I dream well, about it. I got to ask you. So mm-hmm. a lot of times brides are looking for places to cut corners, right? Yeah. And foolish people might say flowers. Yeah. <laughs> are those people fools? It depends. Okay. It depends. Well, you can cut on flowers. You don't have to cut on foliage. You don't have to cut. When you say flowers, you mean like roses and hydrangeas and orchids? I guess like if I'm asking the question, I'm asking it from like a bridal standpoint. It's like, yeah, I'm thinking like hydrangea, right. you're, thinking, you're thinking all all live item. Yes. Okay. So it depends on the bride again. It depends on what else you're doing at your wedding. It depends on what you're sacrificing it for. Okay. So in reality, yes, flowers can be a costly item in your wedding, especially if you're doing them right. But if you want to create a vibe, you don't necessarily need them. You can go with flowers. I mean, with candles and other elements as well, which by the way, can be slightly cheaper cheaper and still give a beautiful experience and i've done events like that too when i have to do an event on a budget 90 percent of the time i'll switch gears to elements like candles which i may own uh-huh. so i can give the bride more for their buck amazing and then i could still get a beautiful intimate wedding that way and also i think this is a the biggest question for any bride to be is like is there any such thing as like having too much of a budget or no like just be upfront and honest with whoever you're working with because I mean whether you have working with you working with just you know a wedding planner or you have like the wedding designs team it's like should you ever not tell the truth about what your budget is because like I remember I fought with my mom for my wedding she gave me I'm gonna I'm just gonna tell Go she gave it. me 30,000 this is New York City by the way can we just keep that in mind because okay, yeah, everyone's yeah, gonna be like you fucking little bitch um, <laughs> so ahead. she's like daddy and daddy and I will give you $30,000 and I was like no it's not enough <laughs> <laughs> so I cried so then don't tell dad but she ended up giving me 50 oh wow but then Wasbin that's what I call him um, Wasbin's family gave 50 and then Wasbin and I pitched in 50 so we spent $150,000 on our wedding is that outrageous on decor for your wedding total okay fine so that's no, not outrageous it's not outrageous no <clears throat> but the thing is that people listening might be like that's that's fucking well, it depends. if you're like if you're reading certain magazines today they're telling you you can get married on a $10,000 budget like can it just you? doesn't no I don't think so okay. I don't know if you get married in a farm I yes. guess. I don't know. But people are into the farm. Right. I really don't know. I don't know enough to be able to say it's doable and not doable. I know it happens. I mean, you look at Pinterest all the time and you see these really budgeted weddings. It also depends on how many people you're having. You know, on, on average. Huge. Huge. That's what I'm saying. On average, by us, our minimum weddings are usually around 200 people and our maximums are, uh, you know, 1,600. So, like, it depends. People. Yes, 1,600 human beings at a wedding? I remember we sat 1,546 guests in a ballroom and that was the funnest time I've ever had to create a floor plan where people didn't move in. And yes, funnest is a word just in case anyone's questioning me. All these eyes just like peeled up. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) The the reality is that we had to create a floor plan for these 1,546 guests and that was really challenging but really fun at the same time. 
So what would you say is what a lot of people can expect to pay for a wedding if they want like a lot of flowers and like heavy design? Like what would be like the lowest that people could prepare themselves to have to save up for? These are like the hardest questions in the world that I don't think a lot of people feel comfortable answering, but this is how I do it. And if for the world can take it or leave it. And okay. I'm sure industry people will be listening to this and be like, what is he saying? Whatevs. Like what it is what it is. No. I'm looking to the left. Give it to me control. straight. Um, okay. So here's, here's how I think about it. So the way that I approach it when someone calls up and says what are your what are your rates okay first of all i never i don't really have an answer to that question it's mm-hmm. really you know based on a bride and we don't really turn down jobs unless it really doesn't seem that the expectation matches the budget okay that's first and foremost so i'm like i have three thousand dollars and i want to get married to pierre you're like bye crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like no i say it nicer <laughs> but i definitely I should come work for you i'll take all the difficult clients <laughs> What I'll do is, no, I will literally get on the phone with the person, explain to them why it doesn't work, and then I'll be like, okay, here's a better solution for you, or here's a florist you should go to that potentially can do it. Okay. But the reality is is that if you had to estimate how much you should be spending in flowers, the way that I do it is about $1,000 a table. So if you have 200 guests and you have 20 tables, your realistic budget starting point should be around $20,000. I love this. I think this is great. That's based off of a normal flower I'm not saying that's a birch wedding. I'm just saying that's a normal budget because at the end of the day, if you break it down, it's about a hundred dollars a person. Yeah. So if you're talking about a tablecloth, that's anywhere from fifty to one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh-huh. You're talking about a centerpiece. You're talking about candles, and then you're also talking about the ancillary items like your escrow card arrangements or your or your nice little photo moment, which really probably won't happen in that budget either. But right. you know, unless you're doing a DIY thing, it's DIY, right? Not D D W DIY. Do it yourself. DIY. Yeah. I gotta double check that always. Um, <laughs> so unless you're doing a, D- a DIY thing, which then you potentially can get away with it, mm-hmm. um, and then potentially a chair or whatever else comes your way, and the bridal bouquets and the ceremony, all that stuff adds up. So that's where I I definitely start a gauging factor. Uh-huh. Um, on the luxury level, you're not talking about that at all. So then give it to me straight. Uh, uh, but there is no straight on the luxury level. It really depends. People come into us all the time. Like yeah, I have fifty, sixty thousand dollar budget in flowers. I'm not turning down the job. No. I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna see how I could do it in a way that we could still make a little bit of money and still make you very happy. But in the scheme of things, you know, the nicer weddings are starting way up there, like double or that. You know, but I also like that you broke it down by table because it's like, well, if you want something super luxurious, like just try to keep your guest list down if that's, that's humanly possible, too. right? Isn't that a good way to kind of get the best of both worlds? It would be if today with social media, you didn't have 9,000 more friends than you used to because <sighs> you're up, you know, upkeeping with, you know, randoms. How much has social media changed the game that you're in? Like oh in God. terms of from bridal expectation? Is it like it's, night and day? It's we're in a place right now where I go to sleep with like pits in my stomach of what is going, what I'm going to see that weekend on Instagram specifically because I know that I've already designed parties for next year. Right. And now I just saw a pop up today and I'm like, but I did it first. And then they're like, no, you didn't look, it's on Instagram. It's live. It's happened. And now everyone's seen it. So now you're a copycat. I'm like, stop it. So it's kind of hard. We go into the office Monday, very depressed. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how important is it for you to have like these unique designs and these moments, if you will? It's, it's super important. I think, I think that's the point of being on your game. I think that's the point that makes you slightly different that you're not just taking what you see every day and copying it. And you know, like when people come to us and we have guests that come to us and say, Hey, I want this wedding and I'd be like, I will make you a version of that wedding, uh-huh. but I can't make you that wedding because then I'm just, I'm just like, You're you just know, repeating. It. And like, why would you want that when I have the opportunity and the brain and the manpower and the, and the creativity within the company to give you something unique? Why um, would you settle? 
Also, how do you differentiate? Like, let, I'm, I'm sure you have plenty of brides getting married at the same venues, right? Oh, yeah. So what's your first ven- your favorite venue to work with? Oh, I can't tell you that. That's you can't crazy. tell me that? I'll get banned out of every other every other venue in New York City. Oh, I guess that's a good point, huh? Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> get on anyone's bad side. Everyone's amazing. Everyone's Everyone. amazing. Everyone. So you're not going to answer the worst venue to work with? <laughs> well, that I can answer. I can't, I can't answer that either. Um, I don't want to hurt business for anyone. We're all in this together, you know? That's absolutely fair. It's a tough fair. business as it is. It's not the way to do it. I, let me ask you this you were saying before if you can't like maybe you know work with somebody because of budget you'll recommend other people so is it actually a pretty friendly industry overall would you say or is it pretty cutthroat so it depends i find that the industry is very very friendly i like the industry i think that it's definitely something that that i wasn't expecting out of it i think it's really cool that i can hang out with other event designers and still be great close friends with them and Mm -hmm. call them for advice or get you know materials from them if i need it or i've had one that like one really awesome competitor in a way that's called me up and said hey i have 900 leaves laying around do you need it and i'm like actually sure i'll just add that to my bathroom tomorrow so (laughs) you know what i'm saying like there it's a really it's a really comfortable business i like it brides also get a really bad rep Right, oh when, my gosh. like we we love to coin somebody a bridezilla. Yeah, you work with a lot of brides. I do. So, in your experience, are there more zillas or are there more chillas? I would say they're definitely more zillas, <laughs> but 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 there's a big Honest, there's like a big it. but to this. Okay. Big but to this. But they're allowed. First of all, they're definitely allowed. It's totally. a very emotional time. Totally. You're dealing with very stressful things. You're dealing with money. You're dealing with parents. You're dealing with in-laws. You're dealing with husband or wife or whatever it is that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. and like. It's very stressful and there's a lot of like emotional drama that comes with it, which I understand because I've seen it over the years. I'm sure just like anyone else in the industry has, everyone sees your play more therapist than you do designer. I was going to say, how many meltdowns have you like handheld through? Meltdowns are like a way understatement. I mean, I've had people walk out like before the wedding even started, just like, and you're like, this isn't worth it. It's six hours of your life. Like you'll be okay. The day of my wedding, I called my planner and I cried and I had ice bags on my eyes because my mom and I were fighting. Fun. Oh gosh. Because I got drunk the night before at my rehearsal dinner. Smart. Very (laughs) smart. That's a good move, dear. And. Let me get trash the day before my wedding and wake up with these (laughs) disgusting bags in my eyes. Listen, I live with them every single day. You shouldn't have to ever choose that. That's terrible. And I was crying and I said to the wedding planner, can we postpone the wedding? <laughs> she said, no, you can't. On account of bags, can we postpone the wedding? On account uh, of bags and poor judgment. How many people have tried to like postpone their wedding day of? <laughs> oh my gosh, that never happened. It was either cancel or could we get this over with? One or the other. Ooh, yes. as a professional, would you say cancel the wedding or postpone the wedding if you are unsure? Because that was also a real question I had for my wedding planner like halfway through I was like I think I need more time and she was like girlfriend homegirl <laughs> either just get married and get divorced later which I did or she said <laughs> or she said why don't you um, just I mean she said either cancel it or go forward with it because postponing it is like literally like it's all the negatives of canceling with none of the positives is that this true this is true yes okay 100% so even if you knew a bride was doomed you'd say walk down that aisle bitch I wouldn't say it. I would think it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wouldn't say it. Like I have way, I'm way more, way too PC for that. Ooh, ooh, oh. When you're working with a couple, can you tell if they're going to make it or not? Yes. Really? Yes, ish. Yes, ish. Oh my gosh. What are some of the so telltales terrible. that they're going to make it? I feel like it? I'm going to get so much heat from this. Am I going to hit you in the heat from this? No. no what are no, the telltales that they're going to make it? Okay. Like well, a couple. I love seeing a couple walk in that are very much on the same page with finances. Okay. Can I tell you that's a huge plus for me? Okay. I like the realism of it. I like the fact that the bride, as as much as she may want something that's outrageously and not, you know, 
within her means mm-hmm. if she can comfortably walk into a meeting with her f- husband or fiance or partner on their on, on her side and say hey I understand I can't afford it so just guide me in the way that will make me happy and make them happy too right that automatically says to me you know what communication's there everyone's happy it will be a tough ride because they're definitely not on the same page you know with what they want mm-hmm. but at least they clearly are communicating about it yeah that was not my experience by the way when i was getting married <laughs> okay, we fought okay. the whole way through i know our photographer knew we were gonna get a divorce he like basically told us <laughs> <laughs> okay uh now it's time for bride into my dms presented by Brideside, a better way to shop for bridesmaids dresses and soon bridal gowns basically guys we are asking you to obviously follow us at betches brides and please slide into our dms with your bridal questions now i want to be very clear on this you don't have to be a bride to bride into our DMs. You just have to be wedding focused, essentially. Okay, so are you ready? Or just prying into a very fun industry. Whatever. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Okay. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Josh, are you ready, I'm uh, so ready. for Go. these brooding into my DMs? Fire away. Okay, number one, what do you think? Think guests remember the most about a wedding wow okay so i would say either ceremony mm-hmm. or that instagram of a moment right before they blacked out that's mine that's <laughs> the latter okay number two what's the most common mistake made by people when planning a wedding such a good question it is a good question i would say focusing on the smaller details instead of focusing on that big wow memorable moment because most people don't remember the small things. Oh, you mean like when my sister got in a huge fight over her wedding over Jack Rogers? Do you even know what those are? Mm-mm. They're ridiculous sandals that we got in a huge fight over. And I was like, Paige, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, you can't sweat the small stuff. The shoes I'm wearing under a long dress, that's the small stuff. That is the small stuff. And then she said, I want everybody to be the same height. And I was like, what, are you going to chop everybody's legs off? (laughs) (laughs) And then she cried. And then I was like, okay, I know you're stressed out. And I said to her, Paige, don't sweat the small stuff because it's going to make you mental. It does. It makes you mental. All the small things make you mental and 90% of them are not memorable. I'm not saying they're not beautiful. I'm not saying they're not important. I'm just saying don't sweat it. Um, That's what the planner's for. What would you say the big things are? Like, so worry about the these three things. So nowadays, it's the Instagrammable moment that everyone's waiting for. Okay. The overall experience of your wedding and that number one picture of you and your partner under the ceremony. That's a good one. Ceremony. It's so true. Number three, um, where should you splurge and where should you skimp? Ooh. I think nowadays, and caterers will help me, I think in a way, food has sort of taken its back seat to the things that you can see. Ho. So focus on the things. You just call me a hoe. Yeah. I oh. said, what you saying, ho? <laughs> I want food. Country Everyone wants food. Favorite. I love food too. Look at me. I mean, you guys can't see me, but hello. I didn't say ho. I said, oh. <laughs> I really you can call me whatever you want. It's okay. Uh, the reality is, is that I think... I think, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. All okay. of it is. I just think that people are going, are geared more towards what people see today. I actually have to agree with that. So, you know, focus on the things people see. So if you're saying like maybe skimp on the food, obviously you can't not have food, but like what would you, what would your recommendation be? Like maybe rather than having a sit down dinner, could you not do that? I think you could have a sit down dinner, but you don't have to serve veal or lamb or, you know, something that's expensive. I uh-huh. think you can go with, you know, a really awesome tasting chicken and, or, or really awesome fish and then 
again, people may in the moment sit down and be like, oh, they couldn't give me a good piece of meat. But then like they're dancing, they're drinking, and they're under a ceiling of crazy. So like they'll get over it. What do you think about the cake too? Do we need to go splurging on the cake or is that a place to cut corners? So I love cakes. People love cakes. I think again, that's that moment of picture. So Ugh. like for me, I can't I can't bash the cake. I would say maybe you can, I don't know, some cake designers will kill me on this too. But like maybe do some fake, some real. I don't know. But I'm just saying that like I don't, I wouldn't get rid of the cake, no. What about maybe going with a DJ over a band? Okay, you, my you, friendships are all gone now. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking. I don't know. I got divorced. What do I know? <laughs> it depends on the style of the wedding. Like some people I really love having a DJ with. I think it really is pumping and I think it's great. But at the same time, there's like something really to be said about saving the money on all those pieces of a, of a band. And as much as I love aesthetically and visually, you know, walking into a room and seeing a band and hearing a band. It's amazing. It's like, holy cow. Like, that to me is beautiful. It's magic. But it's also money, so I don't know. So basically, you kind of have to decide what's important to you. You have to really be smart about your budget. You have mm -hmm. to really allocate your budget, break it down smartly, and make sure that you're not overspending in certain areas. But then, again, those who are spending on a planner, they should be saving you that money and helping you, you know, guide you. We actually have a question about uh, what percentage of, like, what was that question? We crossed it out, but hold on. Um... Oh, that actually leads us to our next question. Okay. Okay. How much influence do planners have with pricing with vendors? They have a lot. And a I'll lot. tell you why. Because as, and I tell this to all, all our brides, all our clients always, when you're doing an event after an event after an event constantly throughout the year, mm -hmm. there's a bigger play for us as vendors to come to the, to the planners and give them better pricing. Okay. Because at the end of the day, they're going to, they're not a one-time user, you know what I'm saying? Like, So they're going to come back to us later and say, you did a great job this week. I just got another wedding for next weekend or next year or whatever it is. And they'll keep filling up your calendar. So having planners as your friend is like a pretty big deal. And it will actually, even though it costs you money up front, it will save you money in the back end. It should always save you money. If it's a good planner, they should know how to allocate your money smartly. So like, it really depends on the planner. But most of my experience with planners is, yes, it will end up looking and being better for you. What would you say to somebody who's saying, I don't want to go with a wedding designer or a wedding planner? Would you say, bitch, you cray? I would say you're just going to be having a lot more hands-on that you're going to have to deal with. I mean, if you have nothing better to do, then have a great time. Yeah. If you have a job and you're busy and you can't, and most people can't meet on a Sunday or Saturday because there are events going on. Yeah. You're going to have to cut out a lot of time out of your life to, to deal with this. Could you give us like a roundabout figure of like, if you are going to do this on your own, what should you be prepared to contribute hour-wise per week? Oh, I don't know if it's per week. No. It really depends. You could bang it out in one week if you sit there. I mean, you know, there are some people who are extremely detail oriented that will sit and babysit the invitation day in and day out. And there's some people who will just be like, click, chose it, done, move on. And a lot of people are very organized. So a lot of people can knock it out. But the so day of, they don't want to deal with it either. So like who's going to, who are we going to as a florist that you hire? Mm -hmm. Who am I going to when the stage doesn't show up, but I have to drape it? Right. I'm going to go bother you while you're getting your hair and makeup getting done or while you're done. doing your first look. Like, come on. Right. And they're not going to bug your mom. Be practical. Or well, we might, we might bug the mom, but what if the mom doesn't like you? Like, what if, you know what I'm saying? You're dealing with one person. So, like, right. it's kind of what it is. Okay. So, if you can, swing it. If you it. can, swing it, swing it. Swing it. It's hire definitely worth it. Hire a good planner. Yes. And then once you hire a planner, let's say, or a designer, then what's the first thing you should look at? Like, what's your, like, number one on your agenda? Comfort. 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 Yeah. Because again, I'm telling you, in our industry, it's such a blind industry. You don't know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. So if you don't feel 100% comfortable with the person you're working with, you're not really getting anywhere. No. No. Like you said, you're our favorite therapist. There it is. There it is. There it is. Okay. And I believe this is the last question. What is the most overdone theme you've seen in recent years? 
Oh boy, I I think I've said this before, and I got a lot of hate for it. So say it again, <laughs> get in more trouble. I I think this whole like, you know, everyone's coming with the logs and the flowers coming out of the logs. It's like the, the, I don't know. It's like I don't, I don't, know. I don't want to say. You don't like, like the logs with the flowers. I just flowers. don't like. <laughs> I don't like this whole like they're coming in with these Pinterest ideas, which are great. I love Pinterest, and not I, a knock on Pinterest. But you have to remember that these small little detailed elements that you're seeing online don't translate to a venue. So when you walk in, you don't see any of it. Right. Unless you're sitting at, down at the table, you're pulling out your phone, you're putting it in a portrait mode. Right. Which gives you super zoom and then you get that gorgeous picture you see. You have to focus on the bigger space. Right. So when people keep coming in with these like DIY projects and they're like, can you wrap my flowers in, in hemp and like, and, and you know, craft paper. I'm like, 100%. <laughs> if you give me like a billion flowers and let me hang them upside down on every table, I'll do that for you. <laughs> and I'll hang them from the hemp and I'll make you walls out of craft paper. But I don't want to give it to you as a little bouquet in the middle of a table. Nobody sees it. It's not, it's not fun. And it's how, not pretty. How does your brain like know how to transform these rooms? I mean, seriously. In the beginning, was it like growing pains? Or? Oh my gosh, so much so. I made so much stuff up. I literally would walk into a room after I designed and put it in. And I'd be like, ew. <laughs> I'd be like what did I just do clients were happy people tend to be happy on their wedding <laughs> clients are happy and just be like oh my god I just hung like this hot pink ring of garbage on the ceiling like someone helped me but this was at my beginning days where like it didn't matter so much I guess because right. like I was able to hide after now, now I think we learned I learned you know what it is what it is you're playing every day like I said some people appreciate art and some people don't and I guess those whatever <laughs> I'm gonna leave it with a whatever. How about this? And also, when in doubt, right? When in doubt, and you're not really sure, like what colors you want to go with, or what like fabrics you want to go with, or whatever textures. What would your go-to advice be? Just like all white, or absolutely the opposite of that? Go the opposite of that. Okay. People all the time say to me, they're like, I don't really know what I like, but I like white weddings. I love white weddings too, but most white weddings don't look different than any other white weddings. So true. So unless you ha you're prepared to spend or to be creative within that white, mm -hmm. go with color. I'm not saying go with colors. I would choose a color I like. Like if I like purple, I'm going to do shades of purple because uh -huh. it's just a little bit more memorable. People will be like, oh, it was a purple wedding as opposed to walking into the, that was a pretty wedding. Oh, damn. Isn't that interesting? Yes. I'm very into the subconscious of it. And then also what do you think about green? Because green is like a neutral, but it is a color. I love green. So I love greenery. I love trees. I love hanging elements. I love foliage. I love green. Uh -huh. I'm a big fan of it. A lot of times, again, that will only translate based on your lighting though. Okay. Because otherwise it's just going to look black in the room. So if you're going green, you have to go with candles too. You have to go with candles and lighting. Lighting. We didn't lighting. Even discuss lighting. Lighting's a big deal. Tell me about lighting. Lighting's important. <laughs> guys get lighting. Don't think your DJ could provide it. Sorry, DJs. I understand that you guys provide lighting. Some DJs really know how to do lighting. In general, lighting needs to come from a lighting company. And there are such great ones out there. A lot of them are willing to work with you. They okay. want to be just as creative as we want to be. Mm -hmm. And they want the overall, you know, effect to be amazing too. So, um, yeah, lighting's important. Lighting is important. Didn't mm -hmm. have lighting at my wedding. That's for another segment. Work. Whatever. And what about that. indoor versus outdoor? Outdoor weddings are amazing. Okay. Always amazing. But it's just, it's scary. We're in New York. How like, many weddings have you seen rained out? And don't lie to me. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Like a lot of it. Like not even a little bit, like a lot of it, but not. A lot of it. Not some people's. <laughs> not some people who are in the room right now. Not some people who are in the room your right now. Your wedding will not, that will not happen. It will not happen at your wedding. And day. also if it does, you know what they say, the wetter the rope. What do they say? Oh, shit. <laughs> the, the wetter the rope, the tighter the knot. That's what you, you can use that. You're welcome. 
I will never be able to say that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a birch event. It won't happen. Okay. <laughs> and if not, we'll put up a tent. Don't worry. Oh, I love bride into my DMs. <clears throat> I came up with the name. Um, you guys make sure to slide or bride into our DMs. Just go to at Betches Brides. Follow us and bride or slide away. And also visit Brideside.com where you can sign up for a free stylist or book a showroom appointment if you're in New York, Chicago, or Charlotte. And if you're not, just go to Brideside.com. Okay, are you ready to play Bridezilla or Bridechilla? Yeah, I'm ready. Go for it. Okay, so I'm basically going to read uh, scenarios that have really happened to either people that work here at Betches or people have written in about their experiences. And again, guys, please, please, please at Betches Brides, slide into our DMs or just bride into our DMs and uh, share your most horrifying stories with us. I love horrifying stories. Go. Okay, so we're gonna determine if this girl is a bridezilla or a bridechilla. So we're both we're both doing that together, but we can disagree. All right, I love disagreeing. Okay, so my aunt is an opera singer. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Or at least she used to be. Here we double go. And my mom is insisting that she sing a song at the wedding. Oh boy. I think it's gonna be crazy awkward, but my parents are paying for the wedding, so I don't know what to do. Is it okay to be a bridezilla and tell her? Hell no. Or should she just be a bride chilla and let it happen? Josh? <laughs> so I've what seen would you it, do? I've seen this happen. Oh I've actually seen this happen. It wasn't an aunt or whatever. It was a grandfather of the bride. Ugh. And he got up and sang a song and everyone died. So here's what we do. Died in a good way? No. <laughs> <laughs> died and it was terrible. No, it wasn't bad. It was just like he didn't remember the words. He had a phone he couldn't read. It was bad. No. So here's my here's my suggestion. Be a chilla about it. Text all your friends in advance. Let them know about the comedy coming their way. Oh, Grab a drink, sit down, and watch the show. Amazing. Like well, I that? watched a shit show that's about to take over your wedding. Go for it. There oh, you my God. Chill it out. Wait, this made me think, too, of speeches. Oh, gosh. What are your thoughts? It depends. Sometimes you want to, again, sometimes it's just like, ugh, like, stop it. And then sometimes it's really funny. Right. If it's funny, if it's great, if it's emotional, and it kind of hits the chords, then more power to you. Yep. If you know you have that person in the family who must speak and they're going to drag it out and kill the vibe, text your friend. Go on a WhatsApp group and be like, let's talk about what's about to happen. <laughs> it just makes it fun. It makes it a part of the It makes it part of the experience. It does. Okay, here we go. Uh, what do I think? Oh, by the way, oh, I say, I, I say she should bridezilla out and like throw a fucking tantrum. Do you think so? Yes, absolutely. That's what I would do. That's what I did. Again. <laughs> okay, it is, it is your wedding day. You guys have the right to do that. There's no question. I mean, I guess if your family's paying for it, it's really hard to say no. Um... That's why it's good if you can chip in a little bit so you can kind of like throw your weight around a little bit and be like, you're not the only one paying bills here. (laughs) Um, But alas, yeah, no, I would I would have an absolute bridal. I would pull my bride card in that moment. That's fair. It's you're entitled to. Right. Uh huh. Okay. And then I would perform instead. <laughs> You'd get up there and be like, "Give me the mic." Beyonce, single ladies. I almost did that at my wedding. Can oh my you gosh. Even I almost bought a dress that came apart so I could do the wait, dance. Wait, could, could we just have a little <laughs> bit of that right now? Could you do that right now? Do Can a little you even? bit. Go ahead. Uh, 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 no, <laughs> can you imagine my wedding dress just in case like, everyone can see because you can't see she's literally doing the moves over here and it's quite i mean comical. i practiced it for the wedding day hello it was my moment to shine <laughs> i'm sure that's what you were practicing so it for. Taught me every time she's in the mirror doing her own like fiance <laughs> okay uh second bridezilla or bridechilla my fiance refuses to shave off his mustache before the wedding i really don't want him to have accountability on his face and on my wedding photos what is this is she a bridezilla or a bridechilla oh my god bridezilla totally. i can't look at that either do it warranted take it right? off 
Facial hair for wedding days, yay or nay? It depends. If you look good with it, like I personally, if I didn't have facial hair, I don't want to say what I would look like. I would just be like, <laughs> I don't know. It just would not a be vagina? healthy. I was going to go the other direction, <laughs> but maybe. I guess I could be that. <laughs> I don't know how that even translates into a head, to a forehead. Like, I feel like when men shave their faces after they've had facial they hair, like it feels pugs. like they're exposing their private parts to me. Yeah, but not a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> There are other private parts, lady. Keep going. That's What's the next true. one? Okay. I'm going to say that that is, she's a bridezilla, but it's warranted. It's oh warranted. Oh my gosh, so much so. Totally. Okay, last one. My sister's getting married in a month. Okay. And it's just all the bridesmaids show up to the venue at 6.30 a.m. to help set everything up the day of. She's on a budget, and I know she needs our help, but I think it's going way too far. Okay. Am I being crazy? No, I think that is crazy. I mean, and it depends on your friends, but like, I don't know. I, well, I would ask my friends to do that. Let's be real. I think I did that the day of my wedding too. But, you know, I do think that there's something to be said. If they are in your bridal party and have to be awake for the rest of the night, yeah, it's probably better not to bring them in so early and maybe hire some help. What's the best time you would say to have your bridal party coming in? Well, it depends for what. Are they coming for pictures or coming to chill? I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know brides do this shit all the time. They really do. And you know the bride doesn't like you if you have the first appointment. Yeah, yeah. She hates your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I would say tell them to come when it's time for pictures and that's it. Like come for like the like fake the bridal party hanging out pictures. Okay. And let them chill at home. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't that nice? That that's would be why nice. all your brides and bridal parties look so happy. Yeah, because they're never there. Logical. They literally come at five o'clock and they're like, whatever. Oh my God. Okay. My sister, she had me trapped in a house for her wedding. So she knocked to my door at like 5.30 a.m. And then what did you do? Bitched at her all day long. <laughs> and be like, what do you do? You start drinking champagne and posing for pictures that don't exist until 1.30 when the photographer shows up? It really... That's six hours. It's the longest day ever. You know what? Can we Was make Was that this? actually six hours? No, it's longer. Oh my God. Someone take that it's away. Like, it's like 10. No, it's not 10 either. I'm not good at We're math either. At what math. the hell? <laughs> I was. I used to be good at math as of like an hour ago before I came in here. <laughs> and then I just ruined. <laughs> you I took it all away your math from me. skills away from there you. There it is. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. Um, I, think, I think her sister's being a total bridezilla. But no, I think oh, that you think if her sister she, is being a bridezilla. I think yeah, she I is, but I think that if she says anything to her sister, she's in jeopardy of becoming something worse than a bridezilla. Which yeah, is, headless. Which <laughs> that too, which is also the bridesmaidzilla. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, which you is can't the say worst anything. kind. Here's what you do. You ready? Yeah. Send a letter, okay. an anonymous letter. That says a threatened letter. <laughs> Be like, hey, <laughs> I don't even know what to write. Just like, make sure it's anonymous. Just make sure it's done. Do just, not show up at six thirty in the morning. It's ridiculous. Everyone's gonna flowers. be exhausted unless the wedding's at like what two p.m. Later. Yeah. Oh, and you mean if it's earlier? Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we show up at like four or three or two. Like that's like my favorite thing. I love working when I'm out of the way, but I also. I mean, I stay for the wedding, but that's because I just like the energy. You it's do? Good. It's healthy for me. I love that. I get lost in it. It's so nice. It's the validating part of what we do. It's not about the money. Right. I mean, we don't do this for the money. I mean, obviously the money is necessary, but of course. what makes us do this is the passion and watching it and hearing the ooze and ahs when people walk into a room. That's what makes us happy. When the bride emails us the next morning while she's still in bed oh. saying, you guys made my dream come true. It's like... That's what it's all for. Yeah. That magical moment. That moment. I love that. It's about that moment. And if you don't text me the day after. Oh, you're on a no, shit list forever. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do. I, I warned my brides beforehand. That they must text you. <laughs> I just, I'm expecting a text <laughs> within 12 hours of the wedding. What's your favorite over. part of the wedding as a guest? Sorry. Um, what is my favorite part? Again, alcohol. Oh, <laughs> you are my spirit. I animal. love music. I love music and I love alcohol. I love them together. So like for me, like I love losing myself in the music. I think people like all the time, how do you have energy for this? I'm like, I, that is my downtime. That's how I consider myself like taking it easy is by just dancing and chilling. 
Do you think that maybe you and your wife should have like a vow renewal where you get to replan a wedding? We spoke about this. I don't think we'd make it down the aisle because we would fight so much about it before. <laughs> My wife is very the opposite of me. She's really, really basic in real life. Like she doesn't care for these things. <laughs> she goes, I'm like, I'll come home. I'm like, sweetie, do you see my Instagram account today? She goes, no, why? <laughs> I'm like, her. don't you want to know what I've been up to? She goes, no, everyone else is texting me about it. Like, I don't need to tell, I don't need to check in on you. And she goes, not to mention the fact, she goes, I think it's a little crazy. People spend this much money on that. She's like, you know, like, I think that you should like take, give them back. <laughs> they have to live their life now. <laughs> Do you remember how much it was to struggle? Wouldn't you rather have had your floral budget back in our pocket? No, yeah. never. Never in a million years. Not even a little bit. Guys, do not listen to her. She's wrong. You can't Instagram money in the bank, boo-boo. You cannot. No. You cannot do that. Uh-uh. Josh, this has been a pleasure. Uh, the pleasure has been all mine. <laughs> uh, and of course, guys, make sure to follow Josh and his amazing company at Birch Event Design on yes. Instagram. Yes. Yes. Thank Anything you. Anything else? No. Just use him at all your weddings. Just use us. I'm just going to keep getting married, divorce, married, divorce, married, divorce. So we're very all my keen stuff. on divorce parties too, so like we could do both. Ooh, well, now we're talking. Birch. You well, can get know. ready for my second divorce party. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, honey. We're in. Thank you so much. Josh, thank you, thank you so much. You've been a delight beyond and also so informative. So thank oh, you. Absolutely. My pleasure. And you guys, that's it for us. Uh, we hope you loved this episode of Betch's Brides. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and uh, also. I learned this from Jared Freed. Take a screenshot of the episode and tag us in it and we'll like repost it in or at the, at the very least we'll, we'll heart your post and we'll feel connected and shit. <laughs> That's all it's about. <laughs> Feeling connected. You know, I'll get better at this as we go on. At You're the very so good. End. Don't even try harder. <laughs> you guys, that's it for us. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new Betches Brides podcast. Bye. Betches.